You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Wow, Matt, fellow adventurers, we're back being Zoop again, and there's another Oaken Stone Mask event. It starts how all the other ones start, so you can just listen to those ones. I put on the mask, churning sea of grey fog. Hurry up now and choose a challenge, next Kelmuck. His stern voice echoing out of the surrounding fog. If you're not ready, just say so. And there are nine scenarios in this. There's Volgoraf the Wretched. There's Bones and Black Blades. There's Dark Circle. Stompers Day Out. Chirp, chirp, chirp. Attack on Tilnorn. Ghost in the Ruins, The Blood Galleon, and The Beast. Now, a few of these have already been adapted into full scenarios. And if I remember, I'll link to them. If I don't, I won't. Or maybe they'll be difficult to find because... Some of them are pretty short and don't get their own episode. Anyway, the first one, Valgraf the Wretched. Violent, cool and greedy. Best describe Valgraf the Wretched. And it begins. The instant you voice your selection, the fog around you rapidly clears. In the blink of an eye, you find yourself confronted by a scene entirely different from the one that surrounded you only moments ago. Vograth, his tremendous fur-clad bulk spilling over the sides of the wobbly chair, 
into which he's managed to squeeze himself, frowns and shakes his head. He mutters something that sounds like a curse, and calls, and calls for the two guards standing at the wall, against the wall at his back to come forward. As the, as the merchants, leather-clad, sword-wielding forces, step eagerly to their paymaster's side, you wholly contemplate your next course of action. You've little doubt that Velgraf, angered by the refusal of his unjust terms, will swiftly resort to the horrific brutality that has long served to boister his fearsome reputation. You had a chances, friend, snarls the merchant. You ought to accept have accepted what I was willing to pay. Now I'll have your carcass tossed out onto the world. And I might just keep what you came here to swindle me over. Valgraf snaps his fingers and two men, and the two men step forward, brandishing their cruel blades as they endeavour to do the vile merchant's bidding. Suddenly, the foul swindler rises from his chair and again snaps his fingers. The sharp, echoing... No, I, I, I don't know how to snap my fingers, so you can't get that sound effect. The sharp, echoing crack of the master's well-practiced gesture draws both of his guards to an immediate halt. No. Leave this worm to me! He stares, sneering. He steps out from behind the table at which he is seated. Wait outside! Without a word, the merchant's two guards turn and exit the building, leave you alone with a fearsome, unpredictable man whose legendary rage is only equalled by his inhuman might. Might that some say rivals that of an ogre. Oh, ogre, no big deal. Unwilling to be bullied by the frightening brute, you assume a defensive stance as your icy gaze is the hard chilling stare of a man who is no stranger to murder. Suddenly, without warning, Vogos' thick arms shoot down and his mafia's hat hands grip the edge of the table. A faint grunt escapes his swollen lips as he seemingly effortlessly tosses the sturdy oaken piece straight at you. Picking a number. Bonus of 50. 20 from agility, 20 from body, 10 from luck, gotta get 75 or more, or I get hit by a table. Pick now. 141, success, 199. 199 points. You nimbly dodge and roll to your left, narrowly dodging the hurtling table. The weighty slab of oak slams into the wall behind you and crashes to the floor. As Velgraf wars his disapproval, you swiftly return to your feet. Prepared to face the Routund menace. Moving with a swiftness you couldn't possibly have anticipated, Vograf picks up a chair to his left, and with a loud, with a small grunt, <coughs> throws, hurls the object at you. Picking a number, bonus of 50, 20 from agility, 20 from body, 10 from luck. Gotta get 75 or more, or get clonked on the head with a chair. Hopefully not fatally, like that one, that one goblin we saw a while back. Pick now. 
83 success. With 83 points, you nimbly and narrowly dodge the soaring chair. It smashes into the wall behind you, shattering into several pieces upon impact. Scowling and cursing, Felgoroth lumbers forward. A heavy wooden clunder clutched, clutched tightly in his ogre-sized hand. Having no doubt the fearsome Benamoth intends to bring your life to a swift and brutal end. You boldly prepare to engage him. This is Velgroth. He's the primary combat. Begin combat. He's a plus three. He's going. He's not. He's not used to dealing with serial adventurers. Just you know, shopkeepers, and corruptible watchmen. Velgroth swipes at you with his heavy cudgel. Oh, and I go into battle rage. Yeah, you should have given me what I asked for. Oh, he shrugged off fifteen damage with his. Big broad shoulders and then 21 damage. Swipes and he swipes and he swipes. He's got a lot of health because he's so large. Yes, he's nearly down. Keep bashing and bashing and bashing and is slain. 2004 points. Vograss bloody corpse slumps to the ground at your feet. The vile merchant, whose legendary wage and penchant for violence long served to make him a figure inspired both fear and respect, is no more. Without warning, your surroundings begin to blur. Alright, on to the next one. Bones and Blades. The instant you voice your selection, the fog around you rapidly clears. In the blink of an eye, you find yourself confronted by a scene entirely different from the one that surrounded you only moments ago. You stifle a cough. The ankle-deep mist carpeting the meadow stirs, eddying, eddying wildly as it rises into the half-light, simultaneously assailing your lungs obscuring your view of the dark opening in the earth, the crumbling moor of the ancient Dardavari tomb, the dreadful lair from which you emerged only moments ago. The undead are coming. Even now you can hear them scraping, clattering, clanking, hissing. Your exploration of the musty crypt has served to wake them from their timeless slumber and set them on your scent. You're about to embark. They're about to embark on a hunt for the living and all that stands between the ghoulish legion making its slow, determined way to the surface is you. A dark shape subtly appears in a mist that churns before the entrance to the tomb. The undead have arrived. Without a second thought, you move forward nearly a dozen yards and draw yourself into a defensive stance. The the staggering, shadowy figure that emerged from the tomb continues towards you. Its shrill, repeated hisses, now audible above the soft 
moan of the chill night wind. As more inky shapes appeared out of the mist at the mouth of the tomb, the fiend upon whom your gaze is still frozen is at last revealed by the pale, unflinching glow of the quarter moon. A skeleton, clad in a suit of chain, over which is draped the tattered remnants of a blue tapard. The fearless undead, its fleshless fingers wrapped tightly around the hilt of a decaying sword, lurches forward and attacks, hissing viciously as it swipes out at you with its ancient weapon. This is a staggering skeleton, and it's going to stagger even more soon! slashes at me. Although its weapon is probably so blunted, it's probably more of a bash. Uh, Okay, keep going, and it is slain. 229 points. You step over the remains of the skeleton, and immediately find yourself confronted by a trio of his fleshless brethren, adeptly manoeuvring into into a position that will allow you to face them one at a time. You boldly hold your ground against the advancing undead. An axe-wielding skeleton. The enemy smashes through your defences with a devastating blow for 29 damage. Oh, my limbs, I need them! It hacks and it hacks and it hacks. But I bash and I bash and I bash. And I'm much better at bashing than it is at hacking. Another devastating blow for 30 damage. Uh, Another devastating blow for 35 damage. Stop with the devastating blows already. Yeah, well, that'll do it. It's been slain. No more devastating blows. You can't give devastating blows if you're double dead. Unless you're one of those kind of undead that still comes back even when even when you're triple or even quadruple dead. The second skeleton is immediately upon you, slashing out wildly with the decaying broadsword. It's a sword-wielding skeleton. It slashes at me, and I bash at it. It's going to cave in its skull, smash out its ribs. Oh, devastating blow, 35 damage. Lot, lot. Knock off the let, knock off some limbs, and just generally leave a pile of bones on the ground. And now it is slain. Yeah, there's probably bones all around. If I had a dog with me, that dog would be very happy because I give it all these bones. And the problem when they're undead because they they twitch a little bit. Yeah, they they twitch about just a little bit, just a little bit. Not not enough to you know be dangerous to make it fun 213 points you step to your left and turn to face the third skeleton the sinister undead warrior clad in rusted scale its bone digits clamped around the hilt of a broken sword hisses as it staggers forward and attacks the skeletal warrior skeletal warrior do 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 Skeleton swipes at you with his broken sword. Well, consider, considering it's 2,000 or so years old, it's kind of hard to keep him in good nick for that long. 
Especially when you keep having to rise every now and again and slay Tomb Raiders. Uh, yeah, and I keep bashing, he keeps swiping, and it is slain. 190 points. Your final blow reduces the armor's skeleton to a heap of splintered bone and rusted metal. You step over the pile of bone and immediately turn your attention to the lone figure emerging from the swirling mist at the mouth of the tomb. Without warning, a sharp crackle of energy fills the air. Long, thin tines of blue lightning erupt out of the foggy gloom around the encroaching figure. The next instant, a near deafening clap leaves your ears winging as a bolt of blue energy strikes towards you out of the darkness. Picking a number. Bonus of 42. Hmm. 20 from agility, 12 from body, that's an odd number, and 10 from luck. Got to get 50 or more, or I get spashed in the heart. 114 success, getting me 166 points. You swiftly duck and roll to your left, narrowly avoiding the shrieking bolt of energy. Without hesitation, you move forward to meet the sinister figure approaching through the fog. As you draw closer to the dark figure, the, du- the fog the fog before you momentarily parts, revealing a tall, robed skeleton. Because he's wearing a robe, it's a wizard, or mage, or magician, or warlock, or other type of magic user. The vile, undead menace, its bowed hands clutching a long wooden staff, hisses wildly as it strides forward and attacks its robe skeleton. The enemy smashes through your defences with a devastating blow. For 26 damage as it attacks with the wooden staff. For 15 damage. Things went bad because I rolled a 1. Alright, but I keep bashing. Keep on bash. Ooh, devastating blow. 32 damage. Alright. I'm getting a series of bad rolls. 32 damage from another devastating blow. And this is a plus 3. It should be easy. Okay, it is slain. 128 points. The robe skeleton issues a final, ragged hiss before collapsing to a heap of bone at your feet. Stepping closer to the fog-shrouded entrance of the tomb, you suddenly find yourself confronted by an advancing legion of skeletal warriors. Unwilling to allow this fleshless horde to gain the advantage, you rush forward to engage the first of the stored sword-wielding undead. Skeletal warrior, what a four! That's a lot of skeletal warriors. They keep doing these devastating blows for 34 damage. Another one for 28. Okay. I'm up 1% health now. You are defeated, but still alive. By another devastating blow for 19 damage. Ah, those devastating blows. I mean, it's all—it's just a health fight. You just gotta have enough health to survive the devastating blows. 
Oh, well. And I can't heal because you have no magic in these. Without warning, your surroundings suddenly begin to blur. Got what? 1,071 points that time. Dark Circle. He who laid bare the circle's dark designs will face a swift and brutal redress. Attempt this challenge. And here we are, a new thing. Dark Circle. Brangir labels an accusative finger at you as he kicks closed the meeting house door. Inside the small wooden structure, the three other members of the village council rise from their chairs and swiftly move to encircle you. Did you not think we would grow wise to your prying ways? examines Brangir. His lengthy white hair splashing down over his narrow, frail shoulders. You and those you undoubtedly serve are no better than we. The ones you would prosecute! So, all is laid bare. Or is it? Let us make certain it is. Brangor steps back as three men around, around close in. Each of them now brandishing long, curved black-bladed knives. The sacrificial blades of the Korund! You came here to uncover an evil womb, rumoured to have long lain hidden in this remote mining settlement. It would appear you've found it. With your mind racing, you spin to face the closest of the three men closing in around you. The white-haired village elder, long a prominent member member of the mine settlement, mining settlement's governing council, glares at you with contempt. His gnarled fingers wrap tightly around the hilt of his black blade knife. Unbelievers! A plague! He hisses as he lunges at you. This is the village elder. Uh, swipes at you with his blade. And I bash with my mace. Oh, I just went into battle rage. Because, duh, you had responsibilities and you're not fulfilling them. You've slain your foe. 211 points. The next man, white-haired and heavy-set, is almost immediately upon you, slashing out wildly this long curved black bladed knife here we are village elder the old man swipes at you with his blade your enemy smashes through your defenses with a devastating blow 34 damage another devastating blow 33 damage stop with the devastating blows already they're unpredictable you have slain your foe 195 points, the third man, his face twisted into a savage, malicious expression, steps over the bloodied remains of his fallen cohorts and attacks. Here we are, third village elder. Well, I guess the village is going to be younger after all these elders are gone. Swipes it to his most blade, and is slain. He didn't even get any hits in. Brown gear, his placid expression betraying not even a hint of emotion, 
draws a long iron rod, which he swiftly levels at you. Almost instantly, a powerful wave of nausea washes over you. As your head swims and your legs begin to buckle, you struggle to stave off the effects of the current leader's dark magic. Picking a number, bonus of 60. 20 from aura, 20 from mind, 20 from spirit. Gotta get 75 or more, or I'll be too busy hurling to fight this foe. Pick now. 80 success, but only dust. Score of 60. A remarkable display of mental fortitude. You managed to fend off the more devastating effects of the current leader's powerful magic. Determined not to let Bramgear make further use of his iron wad, you lunge forward and attack the startled odour. Primary combat. It's Bramgear. And he's going down. Because he betrayed the trusts that were entrusted into him. The old man swipes at you with his iron rod. Devastating blow for 23 damage. Uh, another devastating blow for 28 damage. And then 33 damage. Stop with the devastating blows already. Uh, and, okay. And is slain. I mean, they're getting more specials than I am. 100... 1,482 points. Brangier staggers back beyond the range of your blows and collapses to the floor. The sinister corn leader. Those litany of cruel deeds will never be known. Fixes you with a chilling stare. Only a moment before drawing his last breath and succumbing to death. Well... Time for you to meet your god. And I think he's going to be very, very disappointed in you. Even if it isn't the evil god that you go to. Whichever god you go to is going to be very disappointed. And you're going to have a very bad time. If you're in a wheel, but you're not. Okay. Without warnings, your soundings suddenly begin to blur. Alright, on to number four. Stomper's day out. His keeper is dead and he's on the loose. One for your lives! Stomper's day out. The street trembles underfoot. Stomper is coming back. Wary from your recent fight with the giant stone construct. You attempt to catch your breath as you brazenly assume a defensive stance in the middle of the broad thoroughfare. Only you stand between the staked creation of the slain sorcerer and the death and mayhem it will surely wreak with a loud, continuous, terrifying rampage. The sharp echo of splintering wood carries along the street, drawing your eyes to the end of the lane. There! Storming out of a widening wall of thick grey dusk, its massive granite fist clutching clutching the jagged timbers of the wagon he's dust smashed, is the stone construct, known only as Stomper. With a thundering bellow, Stomper starts towards you, 
His every footfall sending tremors shooting along the entire length of the road. Defiantly hold your ground as you prepare to engage the raging creature of stone. Alright. Stomper. Ugh. What? It's an 18 plus roll. What's up with that? That's way too high. Well, I'm going to get smashed. Devastating blow. 26 damage. Yeah. I, I, I'm just clicking forward until it beats, beats me. Alright. Defeated, but still alive. And I managed to get 50 points. Without warning, your surroundings subtly begin to blur. Alright, I'm going to pause while I consider what to do. I'll just... You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. See how far I can get with Zoom. Chirp, chirp, chirp. The fifth scenario. A chirping horde has descended upon Helmgreath. Now, out of all the Oakenstone mask events, I think this might be the one I most want the WK to turn into a full adventure. Because it has big bugs. And I like big bugs. And about that I will not be dishonest. And here we go. There seems to be no end of them. With the sharp squeal of their incessant chirping wing in your ears, you stumble into Holmgraf's deserted square, prepared to make what you pray won't prove to be a final stand against the teeming horde that's all but completely overrun the settlement. In the dark, with your back to the low outer wall of the stable yard, you turn and assume a defensive posture. Prepare to face what is now undoubtedly encroaching upon your position in the deep black of the moonless summer night. 
bounding, scuttling, hopping, sneaking, stalking. The giant dog-sized crickets ah, pet, 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 appear at the edge of your square and begin to swiftly close in. The eerie droning of the high-pitched chirping and maddening ghoulish cacophony. The nightmarish plague descended upon the small village at the onset of dusk has you surrounded. Suddenly, the closest of the advancing crickets begins frantically leaping towards you, swinging wildly as it closes in, its fierce jaws agape, anticipation devouring what it plays. What it plainly covets as an easy meal is a giant cricket. Yes, giant cricket lunges at you. Although oddly enough, is ironic because eating someone is just not cricket. To be incredibly British about it, you have slain your foe. Another of the giant crickets bounds out of the darkness and attacks. Lunging wildly at you, jaws stretch wide as it attempts to bite into your flesh. Giant cricket number two, it lunges at me, but I'm just going to bash it. The savage bite of your enemy tears into your flesh for 24 damage. And, oh, another savage bite for 19 damage, but I can handle that. 158 points. You stumble back from the oozing carcass of the slain cricket and immediately find yourself engaged with another, the ravenous, chirping insects. A giant cricket once more lunges at you, keeps lunging, keep on lunging, enough lunging, start dying, and it does. 172 points. You spot something moves your white and instinctively spin in a direction. Just as another of the giant crickets leaps at you out of the surrounding gloom. Alright, pick now. A number. Bonus of 40. 20 from agility. 10 from body. 10 from luck. Gotta get 60 or more. Or I get knocked over by a giant cricket. Pick now. 45. Failure. The cricket's powerful jaws clamp onto your arm. Causing you to cry out in pain and alarm as you struggle to keep from being dragged to the ground. 20 damage. After a fierce struggle, the cricket releases its bite. And I lost 29 points too. Cricket releases its bite and drops to your feet. Without pause, however, the giant insect again lunges at you, its deadly jaws stretched wide. I assume someone somewhere can actually see what's happening, because to me, not just me seeing what happens, because otherwise what would be the fun in having these contests if you can't see these people being overwhelmed by swarms of crickets? Yeah, I assume so, I assume so. He probably has some sort of thing set up to project it somehow. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Begin combat. Giant cricket lunges at you. The savage bite of your enemy tears into your flesh for 22 damage. And it is slain. 
you step up 192 points. You step over the carcass of the giant cricket and peer warily across the dark village square, where your gaze wands up against a swarming front line of the advancing insect horde. With the ghoulish, high-pitched clatter of the creeping menaces filling the air, you hurriedly decide upon your next course of action. So, hold my ground and face the four, horde, or tweet into the stable yard. Hold my ground and face the horde. Your heart pounds as you await the approaching horde. You don't have to wait very long. Within moments, the first of the giant crickets is upon you. Attacking you with ravenous ferocity. It's another giant cricket. It lunges and I bash. Oh, it got a savage bite in. Okay, mostly healed. You spin to the white and defiantly engage another of the giant crickets. Alright, oh, I go into battle rage. You're too big! Stop being so big! You are too big and I'm angry about that! You've slain your foe. You fall back 223 points. You fall back from the giant cricket's remains, immediately set upon by another of the massive insects. It lunges, savage bite, 18 damage. Okay, and it is slain. Step 211 points, stepping away from your oozing carcass of the slain cricket. You quickly come to the realisation that you can't hope to hold out much longer against the pressing tide of giant insects. You hurriedly determine your next course of action. Hold my ground and continue to face the horde, or retreat into the stable yard. Well, I guess I'll have at least one direction I'm not being attacked from. And if I choose my, my, if I choose my position right, three of them. Uh, uh, But still, hold my ground and continue to face the horde. Only too late do you realise the true extent of the deadly peril imposed upon you by the swiftly advancing horde of giant crickets. Within moments, the swarming legion of the ravenous insects completely overrunning your position, dragging you down beneath the impossible weight of their numbers. You're still alive when they begin to devour you. Death. You've lost all your stamina points. But you're still alive. Okay, so next time, don't hold your ground twice. You get eaten by gazillion crickets. Which means you get less points. You failed to successfully complete this challenge. It still earned 1,309 points. Alright. I can deal Vel... Well, we've had enough time. Velgraf the Wretched is... Is ready. But next up is... Attack on Tilnorn. Death lies with Dawn in Tilnorn. And here we are. The snow-draped eastern Tyson settlement of Tilnorn. The aloe following dawn. A deadly blast of icy breath. Cold enough to freeze flesh solid. 
slams into the sturdy oaken door of the meeting house, rattling and buckling its thick timbers. Thankfully, the sturdy slab, which you slammed shut only seconds ago, has held. If it hadn't, there's only... There's every possibility... Po- possibility would have just met you out met your end from outside the deafening shriek of the foss dragon reaches your ears filling the hall with its gruesome echo you glance at the seven others taking refuge here the fear lining their faces betrays the sense of hopelessness you're certain grips them two met two men two women and three children it's plain that their only hope indeed the only hope for all of Tilnorn is you. Instructing the terrified people to remain in the meeting house, you move to the door, open it slightly, and peered out into the snowy village square. All of Tilnorn is awash in the pale light of the frigid winter morning. Apart from the bodies, bodies of three men, those deaths by the dragon's deadly ice breath you witnessed only seconds before reaching the relative safety of the meeting house, nothing stirs. High above, against the deep grey scenery of clouds, through which a timid sun is endeavouring to poke the frost dragon circles. Its chilling cries continuing to pierce the icy, icy air. Realising that the reprieve is only temporary and that the dragon will immediately resume its attack on the village. You, picking a number, bonus 50, 20 from agility, 10 from body, 10 from aura, 10 from luck. Got to get 75 or more, pick now. 146, success, getting me 208 points. The last possible second. You catch sight of something moving up swiftly on your left. You instinctively twist in the opposite direction, narrowly and nimbly, dodging the fierce swipe of a crude goblin axe. After nearly losing your footing on the icy ground, you manage to steady yourself and assume a combat-ready stance as, as a fur-clad mountain goblin rushes forward and again chops at you. Here we are, it's a mountain goblin. Goblin hacks at you with this cruel axe. Particularly brutal stroke, 13 damage. But it is slain. 187 points. You step back from the corpse of the slain goblin, only to find three more of the savage humanoids swirking towards you across the snowy village square. Certain that these foul creatures are in league with the dragon, Continues to circle high above Tilnorn. You draw yourself into a defensive stance as you prepare to make your stand. Mountain Goblin, one of three. Begin combat. Goblin hacks you with crude axe. Smashes through my defenses with a devastating blow. But then I get into battle rage. Look, you're just making things worse for everyone! Ah! slain your foe 309 points the first goblin topples over and lands face first in the blood spattered snow the next of the vicious creatures rushes in to attack 
The second mountain goblin thrusts its crude spear at you. Oh, that's a perfectly fine speeder to insult it. Alright, devastating blow, 23 damage, and it is slain. You leap over the corpse of the second mountain goblin and boldly engage the last of the savage trio. Mountain goblin, three of three, down you go. Slashes with this crude sword. Okay, devastating blow, and it is slain. A wash of air. 175 points. Wash of air. Immediately followed by a deafening shriek from somewhere behind you fills you with dread. You spin around and find yourself face to face with the fearsome creature whose frozen breath had already claimed the lives of three villagers. A silver-scaled frost dragon. The dragon, seemingly unconcerned about the relative ease with which you dispatch its means, well, they are goblins. Goblins tend to be quite weak. Starts forward, seeking to win himself of the only obstacle standing between her and her intended feast. This is a frost dragon, and it's the main opponent, which admittedly you should expect when it's a dragon. Because dragons don't tend to come in huge numbers. Cause you got, you can't, you got You got to keep your, you got to, you got to, you got to ration. Got to carefully, carefully dole out your dragons. Because you don't want dragons to lose their dragonness. Their whoa, it's a dragon sense. Anyway, frost dragon. It's a plus twelve roll. The frost dragon shrieks as it snaps its jaw at you. Alright. The savage barge of enemy tears into your flesh. 16 damage. I don't know if I'll be able to beat this. It's got a lot of health. And it's a high roll. Oh, no. Looks looks like I'm going down. Good, because it's, it's Oakenstone Mask, so I can't use items. Can't use powers. The savage bite of your enemy tears into your flesh. 20 damage. Nearly nearly defeated. Yeah. Uh, okay. I guess this one I'm going to have to take with another character too. Oh dear. Why are you making them so hard, Matt? Be sure to save with that. Yep. Yeah, and anyway. Well, on to the next one. Ghost in the ruins. The baleful howls of a restless spirit rise above the crumbling ruin. Attempt this challenge. The instant you voice your selection, the fog around you rapidly clears. In the blink of an eye, you find yourself confronted by a scene entirely different from the one that surrounded you only moments ago. Ghost in the ruins. You can go on from here, but I'm heading back. The fear in Idrino's voice is palpable, though not nearly enough as to make you second-guess your intention to enter the crumbling ruins and search of the source of ghastly wailing. What am I? A horror movie main character? Before you can bid your guide farewell, the woodsman bows and scurries off into the forest. 
now on your own. You turn your attention back to the collapsed, moss-covered remnants of the ancient table. Again, shrill and piercing. It's mournful pitch sending tremors through the pit of your being. The ghostly cry wings out. The fading light of day. The gruesome sound is enough to make you want to turn and hurry after Indrido. No. The allure of its eerie call is impossible to resist. You take one last look around, then move cautiously into the ruins. As you pass beneath a cracked arch, its etched stones covered by a blanket of green moss and grey lynchon, a deep sense of dread washes over you. Suddenly, unable to move, terror mounts as you struggle against the powerful and horrifying urge to do great harm to yourself. Picking a number. Bonus of 50. 20 from aura. 10 from mind. 20 from spirit. Gotta get 60 or more. Or I'll do something very stupid and painful. Pick now. 108. Success. 127 points. You manage to quell the initial wave of fear. But the sinister assault on your psyche continues unabated you again struggle to regain control of your actions as the horrifying urge to harm yourself continues to assail your psyche picking a number bonus 50 gotta get 75 or more this time pick now 84 success gonna be 85 points you cry out in a mix of dismay and frustration as you manage to stave off the urge is planted in your mind by the surging wave of fear. Suddenly, the sense of terror begins to wane. Its foul presence replaced by something even more sinister. The last vestiges of destructive terror depart, only to leave you confronted by a new, more readily identifiable peril. Out of the ruins, a gruesome, Blue glowing spectre glides into view. The headless, chain-clad apparition floats to within a dozen feet of you and draws to a halt, where remains hovering inches above the ground. You've already tasted my agony, hisses the headless ghost. Its voice, voice wide through tuition. Okay, how's it how's it hissing without a head? How's it doing it? How is it talking without a head? Yeah. It's a ghost. It doesn't have to make sense. When this temple fell, I alone was left to defend it. Now you come here seeking to plunder what I died to protect. Never! So too shall your life be forfeit here. Uh, okay, w- what are you trying to defend? I probably don't even want it. I mean, I might. I, I don't know the context of this. But I might not want it. The ghost surges forward, unleashing a chilling wail as its glowing arms reach out, reach out towards you. This is a headless ghost who is somehow still talking. The enemy shrieks wildly and reaches out for you. The touch of your enemy sends a deathly chill that length of your body for 14 damage. Okay. Keep bashing away. 
Bashy bash 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 and it is slain. One thousand seven hundred thirty-one points. A final ragged whale rises into the air and soars off over the dust-straight ruins. It's the fiendish spirit of the guardian who long ago gave his life to defend this sacred place is at last vanquished. You step back and maintain a defensive stance as you watch the last glowing elements of the headless ghost slowly dim and ultimately fade from view. And that's the end of that one. Pretty short one. Okay, what is next? The Blood Galleon. Dead men tell no tales. The trio of skeletons, fearlessly transversing the fire-ravaged main deck of the now-listing Borak, hiss fiendishly as they close in on you, their fleshless hands clutching decayed swords. You're the lone survivor of the, of the surprise and savage attack on the valorous journey. A ship out of pack war, bound for Talonus, its hull laden with paleo, wine and spices. The crew and passages of the proud sailing ship have either been slain or cast overboard into the frigid, churning sea. The ship was targeted for plunder by pirates. That the ship was targeted for plunder by pirates along the eastern edge of the sand split is unusual enough. But the ghostly galleon, a watered hulk that girded out of the morning fog to wham and board the valorous journey, is the unliving embodiment of a hideous nightmare. Endeavouring to maintain your footing as the ship continues its preparatious starboard list, you prepare to engage the advancing skeletons. Suddenly, the deck beneath your feet buckles and the ship lurches violently to the right. Pick your number. Bonus of 60. 20 from seamanship. Now that's one of the few times that's been of any use. 20 from agility. 20 from body. Got to get 75 or more. Or fall over at a very bad time. Pick now. 99 success. Getting me 93 points. In a remarkable display of timing and agility. You manage to stay on your feet and avoid toppling overboard. As the main deck begins to buckle. Its timbers splintering beneath your feet. The ship seems to, seems to momentarily level out. The three skeletons rush forward and attack. Their decayed blades slicing the air as they close in around you. It's a skeletal top pirate and I begin combat with it. The skeleton slashes at you with his rusted blade. Alright, keep slashing away and it is slain. 119, 219 points. A shrill hiss erupts from the shattered door of the next skeleton. As it lurches into melee range, the fleshless pirate, those days among the living, ended in a storm on this very stretch of ocean over three centuries ago, swipes out at you with the very blade he clutched a day. He and his plundering cohorts were dragged down 
into the frigid depths of the sun. Skeletal pirate, two or three. The skeleton slashes at you with its rusted blade. Oops, smashes through my defenses with 20 points. Alright, of damage. Keep slashing. Another devastating blow. Alright. 160. 176 points. You step over the heap of shattered bone at your feet and brazenly engage the last of the three skeletons. The vicious undead pirate. The ragged remnants of a chained shirt still covering his upper torso hisses wildly as he attacks. Skeletal pirate, three of three. Alright, although I think there'll be more after this, a captain or something. The enemy smashes through your defences with a devastating blow for 27 damage. Another one for 31 damage. Then another one for 18 damage. Too many devastating blows. And it is slain. 155 points. Fearing the deck of the listing bark is about to collapse. You turn to make your way to the aft of the ship. Only to find your path blocked by a hideous rotting figure. Clad in the tattered remains of a leather vest and breeches. His half-skeletal hands wrapped tightly around the haft of a double-bladed axe. The ghoul standing before you snarls as he steps forward. Your eyes are immediately drawn to the crescent-shaped enormous medallion dangling from the undead menace. Menaces, fissuring yet. Yet, staring at the sparkling jewel, you're struck by the sudden, dreadful realisation that you've not only come face to face with the captain of the ghost vessel, but you're in danger of succumbing to the hypnotic power of the talisman. He long used to maintain the obedience of his bloodthirsty crews. As the gem's formidable powers begin to take hold of your mind, you struggle to turn your blaze away, turn your gaze away from its enchanting glitter. Picking a number, bonus of 60, 20 from aura, 20 from mind, 20 from spirit. Gotta get 75 or more, or I will end up joining the undead pirate crew? Or maybe I'll just be distracted while he stabs me, who knows, pick now. 99 success, I guess, but I'm not going to find out. Your iron will, buoyed by your uncommon instincts, allows you to care, tear your gaze away from the Emerald Medallion's sinister hold. Free from the gem's insolence, you narrowly dodge the swipe of your watching foe's scimitar and instinctively counter the fiendish attack. And primary combat with a ghoul captain. The undead pirate captain slashes at you. And I bash at it. Yeah, it's just... Just regular combat. Two... Two blokes just trying to kill each other. Nothing particularly special. One of them's dead and a pirate. But, you know, the usual. Alright, slashy, 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 bashy, 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 down, nearly done, nearly done, and is slain. 1,777 points. Is that lucky? No, because it's not big enough. The 
pirate captain collapses into a twitch, twitching heap at your feet. For several long moments, his limbs continue to spasm until, finally, his restless soul, a dark core of malevolence and cruelty, departs the watching shell it has occupied for the last 300 years. Suddenly, the deck groans as the after the ship begins to rise out of the sea. The valorous journey is about to go down. Now, how's he going to get out of this? Well, we don't know. We don't know. Does he just swim there? I mean, I think he must be a long way out to sea. Is, does he struggle? Does he fight his way onto the pirate ship? Defeat the entire pirate crew? And then take over the magic that guides it? And then... And rescue probably a few prisoners in there? Because, well, just something to do. And then guide the pirate ship to port? You know, you know after, you know, taking off the pirate flags. You know, putting on a nice... Look, I am, I am a, not a pirate. Just bring not a pirate on the fact. No, actually, no, that would be suspicious. Oh, dear. I mean, how can you show it off pirate? I don't know. But put, I don't know, just put, put a, put a toasting flag on or something. That'll probably do. You know, at least until they're close enough to, you know, see you. All right. A warning, his surroundings subtly begin to blur. And now on to the last one, the beast. It's something he can't control, something few can survive. Guadar staggers forward several steps, manages to draw himself into a teetering stop, looks over at you, his grizzled countenance awash with terror. Told you to leave! He snarls, struggling to wave his white arm and point to the door on the far side of the womb. They can't help me! And neither can you! There's no hope for this! Go! Unwilling to abandon the man you ventured into the remote tower to save, you boldly step towards the stricken adventure and again plead with him. To allow you to administer the elixir that may cure his dark affliction. Oh, if only I'd turned up a bit earlier. Before, but with, without answering you, the young man cries out in agony, covering his face with his hands as his body begins to tremble uncontrollably, grotesquely changing shape as it nearly doubles in size. Assuming truly monstrous proportions. You step back. Draw yourself into a defensive stance. As Dugadir. Now almost the size of an ogre. Slowly. Lowers his hands from his face. Revealing a hideous. Misshapen. Fanged visage. Now you understand my curse. He says. His voice deep and resonating. Forgive me, friend. I just need to taste your flesh. With a savage 
which but grunt the hulking beast now barely recognizable bounds forward and attacks swiping out at you with his massive knotted fists it's Grunendir. it's his beast form oh dear it's a it's a purple oh it's a pl Ooh, it's a non-lethal combat well of course of course all right Neither you nor the enemy are attempting to kill. Alright. Maybe I do stand a chance. Alright, I'm going to fight normally. See, oh, your enemy smashes through your defences with a devastating blow for 29 damage. Maybe I don't. Well, let's just see. Oh, I go into battle rage. I'll be aggressive. Two that one's out. Swipes you with massive fists. Yes, that, this is really helping that battle rage. Shrugs off five damage. Alright. Oh, another devastating blow for 30 damage. Swipes you with massive fists. Oh, oh, going to battle rage again. Oh, and I've defeated thy foe. Good, good, good. 1,363 points. Grunindir groans and slumps to the floor at your feet. He briefly attempts to stand, but a well-placed blow serves to render him conscious. Realising you have likely only have scant moments before he regains his senses, you begin hurriedly digging through your pack, searching for the vial you carry these many long days. The enchanted mixture you hope will forever with the legendary adventure of his terrible, murderous curse. Of course, getting him to drink it could prove the tricky part. Oh, and that's it. That's it. No more checks. It's just one fight. It's a very short scenario. But it implies a very large adventure. Well, maybe not very large, but definitely... Imagine if when it when it when yeah I'm I'm, I'm going to say when when it becomes a full adventure there'd be meeting up with someone probably be a bit of a talk maybe an investigation period where you try and figure figure out who is the mon who's the monster and then then you bit, then you probably have to find the cure. And then, presumably, you'd have confronted the person about being the monster and you'd have went to this incredibly distant place just to stay away from everyone forever. Because that's what he's got to do. And then you've got to track him. And then you track him across the wilderness. Maybe using Explore the Realms at random to find him. Then you find him, there's probably, you're in some sort of, oh, sorry, tower. I imagine there's probably some traps, some wards, maybe a minor puzzle to get through. Then you get to there, and that's where you have set off. Something like that, something like that. Or it could be a lot simpler. Without warning, his surroundings suddenly begin to blur. Okay. Well, we won't be able to do Stomper's Day Out, because that's a black wall. But maybe 
I'll be able to handle bones and blades. The instant you voice your selection, the fog around you rapidly clears. Alright, and here it is. Undead have arrived. Synchrony combat, fewer points. Just going to quick combat them. Because usually you, you tend to do better in quick combat. I think maybe some of the elements that are in the new combat are included in quick combat. Who knows? Or maybe I just don't notice. Yeah, definitely seems to be doing better quick combating than regular combating. Alright, second skeleton. Alright, staggers forward and attacks. Alright, and here, here's, here's, here's the wizard skeleton. I dodged the bolt. Worm skeleton, quick combat. Alright, it's got a lot of damage from that one at least. Uh, 154 points. We're now up to 1,127. Skeletal Warrior. First of the sword wielding on dead. Quick combat. I'm just going to quick combat all of them. You step to your right and boldly engage the second skeleton. Skeletal Warrior. There we are. The next skeleton. Staggering over the shattered remains of fallen combat. Hisses viciously. It slashes you with this decayed sword. Quick combat this one. Alright, that went pretty well. 185 points. The last of the four skeletons, clad in a full suit of rusted scale, moves forward and attacks, momentarily driving you back with the ferocity of its savage assault. Skeletal Warrior 404. Quick combat. 271 points. You step back from the heap of splintered bone at your feet. And manage to stifle a horrified gasp as she gaze falls upon the undead terror emerging from the fog at the mouth of the tomb. A fire-blackened corpse, clad in black plate armour, and the tattered remains of a blue cape staggers towards you. A heavy, fleshless hand gripping the haft of a heavy, double-bladed axe. The armoured skeleton is nearly within melee range. The broad head of its axe suddenly bursts into flame, with a sinister hiss filling you with a deep sense of dread. The long dead warrior swiftly closes in and attacks. Now I'm going to quick combat it because uh, if I lose, I'll lose quickly. Oh well, smashes through my defenses with a devastating blow for 28 damage. All right, hacks at me. I swing my mace. Oh, I'm doing okay. And it is slain for 1,901 points, bringing the final haunting shriek. The skeletal warrior collapses at your feet. Exhaling sharply, you step back from the pile of splintered bone, thankful to have survived the brutal engagement. And that's what, that ends this for a total points of 3,871. Be sure to save your game to record your progress. Alright, let's see. Yeah, I can't, let's see. Now I can try chirp, chirp, chirp again. Alright, here we go. Trying skeletal cord. No, not 
Let's get this all. Oh, no, it's a horde of giant crickets. All right, now I'm just going to quick combat because we've seen these before. Quick combat for the third one. All right, one jumps at me. Oh, I passed this one. It twists to the side, narrowly dodging the leaping cricket. The giant insect lands on the ground behind you and immediately spins round. Jaw stretched wide as it wildly lunges at you. It's another giant cricket. Alright, hold my ground, but only once. Quick combat. Quick combat. Quick combat again. Now, retreat to the stable yard. With no desire to remain where you are and face this teeming horde. Teeming hawk swarm of giant crickets. You turn and scramble over the wall surrounding the stable yard. Moving swiftly, you cross the well-trodden expanse and arrive at the massive wooden doors of the stables. The incessant chipping, chirping of the cricket horde echoes from every direction, though it is plain that none of the fearsome insects have yet entered the walled-in yard. So I can enter the stable or remain in the stable yard. Oh, I'll enter the stable. You step into the stable building and promptly shut the door. As your eyes begin to adjust to the deep gloom that fills the ancient wood and stone structure, you spot a large, dark shape moving towards you. Horror engulfs you when you realise that the massive, inky silhouette creeping through the shadows is that of a giant cricket. One much larger than any you have thus encountered, without a sound. The fearsome creature suddenly leaps at you and attacks. Momentarily driving you back lunging attack. And now I'm fighting a massive quick cricket. Begin combat. The massive cricket lunges at you. The savage bite of enemy tears into your flesh. 23 damage. It's nearly done. Near death, near death, near death. And slain. 1,000... 903 points. The massive cricket collapses into a oozing heap at your feet. As you clap a hand over your mouth and nose and attempt to ward off the ex an unexpected foul odour rising from its carcass, a strange feeling suddenly comes over you. Without warning, your surroundings suddenly begin to blur. Okay, what's next? Uh, well, okay, we got. Let's see. Well, we could do Valgraf the Wretched, but that's done. Dark Circle's done. Definitely can't handle Stomper with this character, but I have others. Alright, Attack on Tilburn, but that's only. The game again in one minute. Oh, and now we can do it. Okay, let's see if we can handle that dragon again. If we. It's a 12 plus roll, so if we get some nice, so if we get some good battle wages and less of the, and, and, and less of the specials, then we should be able to handle it. Alright, well, it starts the same as last time. Okay. 
something pick pick a number 185 success right here it's a goblin mountain goblin quick combat this mountain goblin one of three two of three all right and then three of three yeah i'm in a much better position this time the wash of air, immediately followed by a deafening shriek from somewhere behind you, fills you with dread. Alright, here we are. Frost Dragon. Gonna fight it normally. The dragon sleeps as it snaps its jaws at you. Oh, Battle Rage, which means I go into aggressive. To get as much damage out of it while it lasts. Savage Bite, you only tears into your flesh, 28 damage. Come on, I need another Battle Rage. Another Bite for 23 damage. Uh, no, defeated, but still alive. Okay, maybe third time will be a charm, but... Oh, well, that didn't even get as many points as last time. Okay, okay. I'm going to have to move on to a stronger character to be apps to be sure I can deal with that dragon and to have any chance at all against Stomper. Alright, just pause while I bring that character into position. Alright, now I'm playing Gonstruck. The biggest, toughest, most Showered with inspect expensive gifts, venture I have. Now for Stomper's Day Out. Uh, he comes, he's went rogue, he's smashing things up. Primary combat, maximum points against Stomper. Now I guess, since this, this is, since this is the one, this one already has an independent adventure, I guess... Making it crazy tough doesn't really deprive people of any content, but still, I don't think you should make things that tough unless you clearly announce this is for advanced adventurers. Let's squat with his stone fists. He swags off some damage. Devastating blow, but I have so much health I barely even notice. Go into Battle Rage and slay it. You, obey your original programming. 2,147 points. The towering stone construct collapses into a heap of trembling rumble in the middle of the street. As you fall back from the creature's remains, you're startled by a series of loud groans. Suddenly... A dazzling blue glow surrounds the pile of shattered rock. You instinctively draw yourself into a combat-ready stance as a somewhat smaller, but no less fearsome version of Stomper rises out of the debris and attacks. Secondary combat. Stomper. But he is risen! Stomper stops. Stomps. Swats to do this stone fists. Okay. Quickstone helps out with its many powers. Battle Wage helps out. And it is slain. 196 points. 
As before, a bright blue glow suddenly enveloped Stomp's remains. Realising what is about to occur, maintained a defensive stance as the fearsome stone construct again rises. With his enraged bellow echoing along the street, Stomper stomps forward and attacks. Stomper is risen once again! Swats it through with his slightly smaller stone fists. I keep bashing and bashing and bashing, and it is slain. 211 points. You wipe away the sweaty stream of sweat pouring down your brow, and exhale sharply as you watch, with growing dismay, the all too familiar blue glow appear over the heap of rubble that was Stomper. In the blink of an eye, the stone construct, somewhat smaller than before, again rises and attacks! This is Stomper. He is risen. He is risen once again! Alright, just keep me swats with his fists. I slash with my sword. And it is slain. Near to exhaustion, you struggle to regain your breath as a faint glue, blue glow envelops Stomper's shattered remains. Once more, the stone construct, perhaps half its original size, rises from the heap of debris and attacks. Movement slow, staggered and awkward. Okay, Stomper, how long are you going to keep doing this? Are you keep going to do it until I have a little doll-sized Stomper that I... Put in a jar somewhere, and you just go. I'm tiny and angry, tiny and angry, like that. Or maybe you'll just stay down this time. Begin combat. Stomper swats at you with the stone fists. Devastating blow for some damage. Quickstone does something. You've slain your foe. Oh, and I'm fully healed as well. 201 points. You drop to one knee. A stump again claps into a heap of rubble in the centre of the road. This time, however, much to profound relief. It appears the fierce, fearsome stone construct is at last gone forever. Without warning, your surroundings suddenly begin to blur. Okay, next up, well we've done Ghost in the Ruins, we've done Blood Galleon, next up is just Attack on Tilborn. Alright, that's the same as, same as always, Goblin sneaks up on me, I get it, 137 points, quick combat the Mountain Goblin, and quick... Combat its three friends. Here we go. A wash of air, immediately followed by a deafening quick shriek from somewhere behind you, fills you with dread. You spin around and find yourself face and face, face to face with the fearsome creature that has frozen breath, has already claimed the lives of three villagers. A silver scaled frost dragon. The dragon, seemingly unconcerned, but the relative ease with which he dispatched his minions, stomps forward, 
seeking to wit herself of the only obstacle standing between her and her intended feast. This is a primary combat worth maximum points against a frost dragon. Quick combat it. Oh, I probably shouldn't have done that. Oh well, it is slain. One, 1,973 points. You stagger backwards, but manage to retain your footing as the frost dragon rears up on its mighty legs before ultimately collapsing into a bloodied, lifeless heap on the snowy ground. Elation quickly gives way to dismay, however. When you look up from this grand carcass to find nearly a dozen fur-clad mountain goblins standing at the edge of the small quadrangle, the savage humanoids, each wielding a crude weapon typical of most of Goblindon, stare in apparent disbelief at the remains of their slain master. Alright, they're either going to kill me or worship me. And I'm not going to find out because that's the end of this scenario. And well... Oh, I've done every, I've done all the stuff with other characters. So I'll just get to the encampment and save. Now let's just check how. Let's check how. How Zoop's doing. Yep, zoops, zoops. Oh, yeah, let's have a look at the scores. The scores for the Oakenstone Mask events. Alright, view the leaverboards, just overall. Overall. Alright, zoops, not doing so well. At only 18,000 points, that's putting them in 32 out of 37. Oh well, not, not not that many people taking part. Yeah. Should be more. Oh well, maybe they'll come later. It is. It'll be running for a while. Runs to the. Runs all the way to the. Uh, to the fourteenth, I think. Yeah, and. Quite a few people try and fail. Oh well. And Stompers Day Out, lots of people try and fail. Yes, because it's the toughest one here by quite a margin. Alright, visit the encampment. Okay, safe. So I don't know what's going to be happening next. Presume maybe we'll be back to Sir Quokington. Probably. But until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.